Open, outspoken, it's ophthalmology off the grid. An honest look at controversial topics in the field. I'm Blake Williamson. For today's episode of Ophthalmology Off the Grid, my colleagues and I took some time to reflect on our gratitudes in what has been one of the most interesting and challenging years to date. I hope you'll enjoy hearing what makes each one of us thankful to be an ophthalmologist, and especially in these very difficult times. Support for this podcast comes from Bryn Mawr Communications. BMC produces a number of informative podcast series spanning a variety of topics in ophthalmology. Discover a new show at itube.net slash podcasts. First up is Dick Lindstrom on what he is thankful for this Thanksgiving. Hello, colleagues. Dick Lindstrom from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Thanksgiving season, and I do have much to be thankful for. But first, I can candidly say that this has been the most difficult year in my 50 years in the practice of medicine. I'm stressed. My practice and business partners and our employees are stressed. The industry that supports us is stressed. Our professional societies are stressed. And our patients and their families are stressed. Yet I believe I and we still have much to be thankful for this Thanksgiving. And I'd like to mention just four. First, I'm thankful that my family, my partners have remained well in this difficult time. Second, our practice, Minnesota Eye Consultants, is back to pre-COVID volumes in the clinic and in the OR. We have increased patient screening, lane and OR cleaning, PPE, social distancing, but we've learned how to see patients safely, efficiently, and profitably. And a touch of humor, our parking lot has become an important waiting room for our patients' families. Certainly that's something I never envisioned. Third, patients still clearly value their vision highly and appreciate our efforts and we care for them in a safe and efficient environment, uh, and they're thankful. And I'm thankful that we can do that and that they're thankful. And finally, unexpectedly, we have seen an increased interest in refractive corneal surgery and refractive cataract surgery as patients find themselves motivated to reduce dependent on glasses and even contact lenses, as mask wear is a greater handicap with secondary dry eye and fogging with uh, glasses and contact lenses. And this has been uh, an economic uh, asset to us in this difficult time. So closing thought, we're probably entering a difficult winter. On top of a COVID-19 surge, we're going to have uh, influenza and the common cold to deal with. And uh, a couple things that I've committed to, and maybe they'll resonate with some of you. First of all, uh, I've committed to dress up and show up, have a good attitude and lead by example. And I think that's, that's important for us as leaders in our practices. I am a bit of a historian and uh, reckoning back to the past, I uh, 
have uh, adopted Churchill's message during the worst of times in England during World War II. And that message was uh, never give in, never give in, never, 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 never. And while this is a difficult time, this time will not last. And we'll be back into better times, in my opinion, next year. So to me, this is a time where persistence and perseverance will likely trump most other attributes uh, of the practice leader. We all are practice leaders. And so persevere. And I look forward to better times next year. And have a great Thanksgiving. Thank you for sharing, Dr. Lindstrom. Now let's hear from Dr. Evan Schoenberg. What a year. It's been stressful at times and certainly unprecedented, but I've had much to be thankful for. I was able to pause my practice from mid-March to early May, thanks to a combination of excellent partners who were interested in being the boots on the ground for emergencies in the meantime, and an excellent private equity setup, which provided peace of mind that our organization would be ready to ramp back up at the earliest opportunity. In the weeks before I returned, I embraced telemedicine for pre-surgical refractive consultations, I'm thankful that the propagation of high-speed internet and the ubiquity of smartphones have made this sort of remote connectivity, a fantasy just a few decades ago, an obvious and easy move. Of course, there were practice structures and policies to develop to make telemedicine work, and now, even as we've reopened our doors fully, we have a great new way to provide care when needed. I've used our telemedicine structures to check in on patients who live hours away and to care for patients who simply can't come to clinic, such as a bed-bound corneal transplant patient a few weeks ago. While on furlough, I experienced my greatest blessing of this very turbulent year. With the longest break from work in my adult life, I spent daily, mostly unstructured time with my wife and my two daughters, Leah, six years old, and Isla, three. We learned, explored, read, exercised, and played together. I hope to never forget how much fuller my life feels as a result of prioritizing them. That doesn't mean not working. On the contrary, the pause led me to think about how I want to teach my daughters by example what it looks like to improve the world while being a happy, balanced person. This time helped me consider why I do what I do and work on focusing my practice towards the highest and best professional satisfaction. For example, COVID-19 led to the closure of TLC Atlanta. I took the opportunity to bring laser vision correction in-house, building a LASIK suite so we can take control of our refractive surgery destiny. So I'm thankful for the impetus I've been given to work smarter, not harder. While March and April seemed dismal for our ability to see and treat patients and for the business of the practice, Patient and surgical volume is up in June and beyond, to the point that it's been more than outpacing the previous decreases. I'm thankful for our patients' ability, then, to focus on themselves and to recognize the opportunity for vision correction as the world has turned somewhat inward. It'll be very interesting to see whether this trend continues next year as we hopefully take strides towards normalcy. Thanks, Evan. Now let's go up to Canada and check in with Dr. Ike Ahmed. Hey, it's Ike Ahmed from the PRISM Institute and University of Toronto in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Thank you to Blake Williamson and Ophthalmology Off the Grid just to share some thoughts on what I am thankful for during this important time of the year of Thanksgiving, which I wish everyone a happy and safe Thanksgiving. This has been a crazy year, 2020, uh, supposed to be the year of ophthalmology, but in fact, it's been the most challenging year in practice with the global pandemic. We all know the challenges we faced, and although these have been uncertain and troubling times, There's many things that I'm really thankful for. Uh, Certainly uh, thankful for my health that I've been able to maintain and my family's health and my loved ones and the people that I'm around in my community. 
uh, during these uh, somewhat difficult times here. In practice, uh, in clinic and in the OR, uh, things of course are very different and I've been most in awe with the people I work with. Uh, the staff I work with, technicians, administrative staff, nursing staff, my colleagues and medical trainees, all who really stepped up their game to work together, uh, go way above and beyond the means that they're usually expected to do, and pour in their heart and soul in. I mean, the human spirit has always been something I've been in awe with, and I've never seen it so well displayed with such great passion and love that I've seen during these tough times. And that is really, truly inspiring as a human being, something that I'll always remember and be grateful for. You know, these times have called for people to think differently. Um, I have generally been one to thrive in a bit of chaos, a little bit of craziness, um, challenging times and situations are things that I thrive and I've always enjoyed, although nothing like this. And I'm thankful that uh, God has given me uh, the mindset to try to persevere and find solutions uh, out of these challenging times. Um, I think this has given us a, a reason uh, to think differently, an opportunity to throw out some of the traditional ways of thinking and doing things and really uh, bring a new way of thinking here. Um, I think this will be with us for a long time, a very disruptive time in uh, how we deliver care and, and what care we choose for our patients. Um, I think this is accelerated innovation in many ways, and I'm thankful to be in the middle of this and, uh, and to be in the uh, position to offer this to patients and hopefully to continue this beyond this. Uh, I do value uh, the collegiality and professionalism within ophthalmology. Uh, what my highlights are hanging out with colleagues, sharing tips and pearls, and just developing friendships. And this has been uh, a big loss and a big vacuum uh, during this time of the pandemic. But I will say that uh, virtual technology and ability to hang out virtually and actually touch more people than ever before around the world is something that I'm thankful to be able to meet so many people that I wouldn't normally met. Of course, being in person would have been best, but this is a way that we can really reach out to our colleagues and, you know, inspire folks and be inspired of what they're doing, uh, coming together for the same reason and the same purpose in improving how we take care of patients and also taking care of ourselves. And I think uh, just the friendships, uh, the smiles, the love that's passed around in our profession, uh, I've never seen it. Uh, like we see it now. So very thankful to be in that privileged situation to be able to do this and uh, be ready for as we move forward uh, beyond the pandemic and ensuring that we take those principles that we've seen and learn from them and continue to employ them in our daily lives. So uh, 2020, there's been a year that we don't want to remember and are certainly uh, wanting to forget, but uh, it's also reminded us what's important, uh, being thankful for what we have, uh, spending the extra time that we have when perhaps we wouldn't be traveling uh, and when we're not working uh, to be with our family as well and wishing everybody here uh, safe times during these uh, challenges and we will be through this and see each other on the other side in person. Thank you all. Take care. Be safe. Be well. With love. Awesome, Mike. And finally, here's Dr. Zaina Almatosib, who was kind and brave enough to share with us what she's grateful for this year. When Blake asked me to send a quick clip about what I'm thankful for, despite all the terrible things that have happened this year, because it would be a powerful message to others, I thought, you know what, he is right. It turned out to be much harder um, to do 
You know, as ophthalmologists, we don't really share when we're struggling or going through something. We only share when things are going well. Um, so I agreed to share my experience with you to hopefully give some perspective. Um, personally, this has been the hardest year of my life. When the COVID pandemic began, I was pregnant. My husband was in Boston doing a year at Harvard, and I had a energetic toddler at home. Then I delivered a baby at the worst time of the pandemic when no one could even come to the hospital. Then I was learning how to take care of two kids under two. Um, and then at the same time, the things I love to do, elective surgery, ophthalmology, clinic, everything came to a halt. You know, and, and I thought these things were challenging and, and it was you know, very hard. And then it got worse. The, you know, the worst thing happened to me, my only sibling, my younger brother, Saleh, who I'm very, very close to, um, passed away. May God rest his soul. And honestly, I lost a huge piece of me. My my core was affected. And it really felt like everything just came crashing down. And it's definitely the worst pain I've ever experienced. At the same time, we were during a pandemic. And so family and friends who would have traveled in a heartbeat to visit me and my family, you know, couldn't come and at, at our worst time. And then, I, although I'm still grieving, of course, and really trying to take it day by day, what I wanted to share was that there are so many things I'm still thankful for and really lucky to have. I'm thankful for how close-knit my family is and for the time we've spent together, especially this year, even... You know, we went to Hawaii and I together, even when COVID was at its worst. It brought my family together every single weekend. My brother, my parents, me, my husband, and my kids had agreed to quarantine together since March. I'm very thankful for having a great relationship with my brother, for loving, being loved, and having been so close to him. I'm thankful for the outpouring of support from so many close family and friends from meal trains they set up for my family, to donating to the charity in his name to provide hearing aids to refugee kids and to the COVID safe visits. You know, so many of our friends just were there. I'm so thankful for everyone who's helping my parents in their struggle after this terrible tragedy. I'm also thankful for being an ophthalmologist, for having a job that I love that makes a difference in people's lives patients and trainees, for being able to do virtual teachings and webinars and, and for forming the relationships with others in this field. So many people have reached out and sent their support in so many ways. In the end, it's the relationships and how you affect people, especially positively in this world, that really matters. I'm also so lucky I have amazing colleagues at Baylor who have allowed me to take a step back during this very tough time. I'm so grateful to have two phenomenal parents who've sacrificed everything for my brother and I so we can succeed personally and professionally. Our happiness is what matters most to them. And I'm so grateful for two amazing kids whose energy and smiles get me through each day and my loving husband, Rami, and best friend, who has been my rock, especially this past year, and always so supportive of me. 
I could not have gotten through any of this without my parents and Rami's unwavering love and support. Blake, thank you so much for this opportunity uh, to share my personal story, no matter how much it, how hard it was uh, to do. Thanks to my fellow ophthalmologists for taking the time to share what they are personally grateful for this year. And thanks to all of you for tuning in today. With that, this has been our special Thanksgiving episode of Ophthalmology Off the Grid. Stay well, and we'll catch you next time.